Hello and welcome to Brom Show. This is Brom. We're finishing up the series Great Works. It's great to be back with you. And so we've looked at all kinds of different topics, although most of them have been in relationship to government and how government intrusion has affected us, uh, such as 1984, Animal Farm, um, finances. We've looked a little bit in finances. Uh, we did that with Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, The Law by Bastier, and several different. But today we're going to talk about romance and some great romance novels, not so much. Uh, I can tell you about romance movies a little bit. <laughs> not much, I can tell you a little bit. So let's talk about that for just a second. One of my favorites, Princess Bride. If you've never seen it, you ought to rent it, you ought to buy it, you ought to check it out. Great movie. Uh, Princess Bride, fantastic. Another great one, Cary Grant and Deborah Kerr, An Affair to Remember. Now they've tried to remake that. Sleepless in Seattle was a, a, a remake of that. Um, and they've done a few others. And as a matter of fact, and fair to remember, it wasn't the first one, but it is, in my opinion, the best one of all the remakes. And we can also talk about Pride and Prejudice. And no doubt while I'm listing off just these few, you also can find some that you would say, well, you totally forgot this one, and this is a great romance novel. However, the romance novel that we are talking about today, and uh, when we talk about romance novels, again, you got to remember, the only reason I can say romance novel <laughs> is not because I've read a whole bunch of them, but I have found the greatest romance novel that has ever been written. Absolutely an amazing book. That greatest story, the greatest love story of all time, is found in the pages of the Bible. It starts with one whose love is rejected. His love is rejected within the first three chapters of the book. And he will spend from that time forward to the end of all time chasing his love. As a matter of fact, he's going to find a prophet eventually. He's going to find a prophet and he says, I want you to go out and I'm going to use you as an illustration. I want to show my love how much they mean to me, how much my love means to me. And so this is what I want you to do. I want you, Hosea, to go out and find a prostitute. And I want you to marry the prostitute. And so Hosea obeys. And he goes and he finds a prostitute and he marries her. Well, within a short amount of time, the prostitute has run off with somebody else and she's left him. And Hosea is now told and encouraged to go and chase your love. Chase your love and woo her back to yourself. Because the one is saying, this is what I am doing with my love. My love has rejected me, has rejected everything I've given, and yet I'm still going to pursue them. I'm still going to chase. I'm still in that frame of mind. I still love even though you've left me, even though you've abandoned my love. My love is still there. And so she continues to run further. His love continues to go as far away from him as she possibly can. And she gets mixed up in all kinds of crazy stuff. But he writes in this novel, in this book, he writes where sin does abound, love does much more abound. In other words, the deeper you go in sin, 
and the further away you get from me, it doesn't make me love you any less. My love for you is still the same. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show more grace to you even when you're in more sin and when you're more disobedient. My love for you doesn't shrink because of your sin. This is an amazing love story. The story appears to take a very tragic turn, however. It takes this tragic, unforeseen by some turn when the one who is pursuing his love dies. The one who's pursuing his love in the middle of his pursuit. He is taken and by some wicked people, he is killed. He is, he's ruined. He's, he's betrayed by some of his closest friends. He's stabbed in the back. Well, he's literally stabbed in the side. They, they, they spit on him. They just treat him horribly. And yet, here he is dying. And he looks up to the heavens and he says, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. However, now we could think that this is the total end of the story. The story has now been wrapped up and it is all over and the love has found an end. However, this was always in his plan. It was in his plan. This was how he was going to recapture his love. You see, it was the only way to bridge the gap. It was the only way to bridge the gulf that separated him from his love. There was no other alternative. There was no other way to do this. This was the only way. And just when you thought the story was over, the one, the one pursuing his love, he resurrects his own body. And then get this, he continues the pursuit. So he resurrects himself and he says, I'm not done chasing you yet. You thought because I was dead that my love was over and the story was finished, but I'm going to raise up myself, my own body, and now I'm going to chase you even more because my love has no bounds and it has no end. However, the game does change and the game changes significantly because you see now in the middle of his pursuit, he is able to be with his love forever. As a matter of fact, he tells us, he says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. He said, I will never leave you and I'll never forsake you. Now he's able to be with his love forever in the heart. And when you go to the very end of the book, right? And, and this book is a compilation of 66 books. And so it's a long read. It's probably longer than any of the other books I've talked about. But when you get to the very end of the book, you find that at the very end, there is a wedding. Get this. The one that he was chasing, the one who rejected his love at the very beginning of the book in the first three chapters, we find at the very end of the book, he has proposed to 
and there is a wedding taking place. There is a marriage, and there is a marriage supper of the Lamb, the Bible says. Now, throughout this entire book, 66 books, a compilation of 66 books, we are going to see story after story after story, analogies and parables and illustrations of his love and his desire to woo his love back to himself. And there is just not enough time to talk about all the different stories and the many different avenues that he chooses to go in the pursuit of his love. One of the coolest stories about this, one of the coolest parts of this story is this is a love story that's about you. That's amazing. This isn't a love story that's between Buttercup and uh, Prince Humperdinck. <laughs> if you've ever seen Princess Bride, you know that's not love between the two of them. But it's not between Wesley and Buttercup. But this is a love story that's between you and God. Paul writes in Romans chapter 8, he said, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, For thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. What an amazing love story. And you are the centerpiece of the story. This is not a story of some fictional characters. This is a story about you and God's desire to connect with you individually and personally. And Paul says, nothing, nothing you've ever done Nothing you will ever do will ever be enough to separate you from the love of Jesus, from the love of Christ, from the love of the one who created you. What a love story this is. So if you want to read a love story to top all love stories, pick up a Bible, read it from cover to cover, and you can't help but see the love of the one who created you as he pursues a relationship with you. The greatest book of all time, the greatest love story ever written. And I am out of here.